And a pleasant good evening, everybody, and welcome to our Labor Day holiday special edition of the Bears Coaches Show. A plethora of guests, including the head coach of the Chicago Bears, Matt Nagy, President and CEO Ted Phillips, and General Manager Ryan Pace. This is our special Labor Day edition. Normally, we are at the Walter Payton Center all together enjoying the kickoff of the season, but uh, due to circumstances beyond our control, this is the case. We have the great season ticket holders virtually, but in the contingency world we now live in, and we adapt and overcome. So the Labor Day Coaches Show, as we all know, traditionally the kickoff event for the season exclusively for season ticket holders, and we're glad you're here with us as well. Uh, it's not the same, obviously, nor will the season opener be uh, same, or, or the home opener without fans in the stands, but uh, we're thinking of all of you and can't wait for the day we'll all hear you cheering on in Pearson. So without further ado, let's get going, and uh, we're brought to you by Whipley, and good to have everybody along. We'll start with Matt. Uh, Matt, good evening. Uh, what a process, huh, just to even get here today. Yeah, how you doing, Jeff? It's it's great to be on here, and it's here. You know, it feels good. It's been a long time. We've been through a lot together, but uh, I think all the players are, I, I know from, from being in here yesterday, they're excited to get going. They can feel it. You can feel the energy, the buzz, and, and uh, you know, we're only days away now, so we can't wait. And for Ryan Pace, uh, you know, you are uh, in, a, in a unique situation with a, a building that was prepped for, as it turns out to be, a moment like this at Hallis Hall. Everything that went into it, you met the media today by Zoom. You went into some detail, I don't know, weeks ago about all the protocols and just the size and the footprint of the building certainly has helped adapt. No doubt, Jeff. The, uh, I think that's a competitive advantage for us as we enter these times. Um, you know, Matt and I went into this process knowing we needed to exercise spatial distancing and, and be safe with our players. But the sheer size of our facility gives us tons of advantages in that area. So we're real fortunate to have what we have. And the president and CEO, Ted Phillips, good to see you as well. Uh, I'll leave it to you to give us a little state of the franchise right now. Good to see you, Jeff. Um, definitely a different year. It's been a different off season. Uh, I think that it's going to be as different a year as we've ever had. It's going to continue that way. Um, what I'm happy about is that every single employee, the coaches, the players have, have shown an unbelievable ability to adapt and they've shown patience, resiliency, and, and I'm confident that whatever challenges come our way, and I'm sure there's going to be some that we can't even predict, that we're going to be able to meet those. And, uh, you know, we've kind of talked about how the teams that are best prepared and that, and that can take personal accountability to do the right things are going to be the ones that are going to be most successful. So I think we're well situated with that. And uh, the leadership from Ryan and Matt has been unbelievable. They've never once complained and their entire football lives have been turned upside down, right? And, and we all know everyone's a creature of habit in this business, but they have immediately adjusted and adapted and uh, can't wait to get the season started. This is the Bears Coaches Show here on a holiday, Labor Day. Hope it all goes well for everybody out there and everybody is safe and doing well. Uh, Matt, uh, the conversation geared all toward the quarterback competition throughout the last couple of days. And I know Ryan took a lot of questions about that from the media today. Uh, was it the most difficult decision in your three years as a head coach? 
Yeah, there, there's a lot of really difficult decisions that you have, but I would say for me, yes, you know, you have to say that it's, it's one that uh, you put so much time into with these players. We all spend a lot of time with them. Our coaches, um, you know, just trying to give them the best opportunity possible. And then these, these two players competing against each other, they realize the importance of what it is to what it means to, to win the job. And so it's not easy, but I'm just really proud of the way that um, those two players, along with Tyler Bray, who was right in the middle of that with those guys, our coaching staff, um, Ryan, um, Ted and George, just with the communication throughout the whole process of not just that competition, but everything, all of our discussions of how this team goes and how we like to, to do things here. It's, it's good people. And, and when you deal with good people and you have tough decisions, it makes it a little bit easier. Both of the guys handled it really well. And now they're just ready to go out there. And, and uh, Mitch is ready to go out there and help us win games. And Nick's ready to go help us, you know, support him on the sideline. And Ryan, this was months in the making, obviously, in terms of the process, putting heads together, Matt and his staff, the new, four new assistant coaches, uh, the get to know you session with Nick, not having a chance to be here. Uh, the circumstances of Mitchell Trubisky's career and how that arc has developed uh, and all the different aspects of it. There's a lot to break down. Were you pleased with how the whole process ultimately went to where you are? Yeah, Jeff, I would say this. I thought our coaching staff did an awesome job in just really creating a competitive environment um, that was fair for us to evaluate both the quarterbacks. And, you know, obviously, Jeff, with no preseason games, creating that environment was critical. So, I just respected the process and I respected how Matt, you know, ultimately came to make it to making that decision. So proud of the process, I would say. And Ted, you from your position as well have to look at this as well, because it, it all matters to the entire building. It matters to each guy in that locker room, how that process went. Yeah. Just, just the whole, the whole process of getting the building put together and to make, give it the players, the, the sense that we're doing everything and more to keep them safe. You know, this, I, I know this is that it, it, it's an emotional issue. This whole issue with COVID has affected everyone individually in a different way. But I know for a fact that certain staff and players, it's a very emotional time. And I think when they've come in here and they've seen how the meeting rooms have been set up and everything uh, that's been done in, in for cleaning and disinfecting. They realize that they can't be any safer. There's never 100%. Uh, but I think right now the, the team feels like we're, we've put them in a position to be successful and to feel good about coming in here every day. And welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show. We sincerely hope your Labor Day weekend has been enjoyable. This is our annual Labor Day special featuring Bears head coach Matt Nagy and general manager Ryan Pace and president and CEO Ted Phillips. And virtually, we are joined by some of the great Bears season ticket holders who typically come out to the Peyton Center on this day and join us to talk Bears football. It is a game week, and I think many felt this might have been a long shot in many respects. And... Uh, that's not the case. Football is scheduled for Sunday in Detroit against the Detroit Lions. And good to have you uh, with us on the radio on Sunday with Tom Thayer and myself with a 9 a.m. pregame and a noon kickoff. Make sure to gear up for the Chicago Bears regular season with jerseys, caps, and other must-haves from the official Chicago Bears Pro Shop. Shop now at store.chicagobears.com. Bat with Matt Nagy, Ryan Pace, and Ted Phillips. Uh, Matt, coaches are, are wired differently, laser-focused on preparation. 
Uh, is that how you've always felt in this process, despite everything that has been going on? Yeah, it is, Jeff. Um, the preparation part is, is very important. But what you need to do is you want to try to do as much as you can in the front end. And we talk about, you know, expect the unexpected. And you can kind of feel it right now in a good way in our building. It, it's here as far as the prep goes. Now, we, we've been working on on Detroit and we know where we're at and, and have an idea on things. But now you realize that, hey, you're, you're really, you know, six, seven days away. And you're finally into your normal schedule of how to do your, you know, your day-to-day, hour-to-hour stuff. So uh, it feels really good. Uh, I, I really love where our coaching staff is at right now with that, uh, with being prepared. And so um, we're ready to get back at it tomorrow, get the guys in here for a little bit and get the week going. And, and Ryan, going back to the offseason Zoom meetings and, and all that went into that with players, what resonated with you on how Matt, and the staff handled it because we've heard a lot of very good things. Uh, would have loved to have seen some of those speakers that came in and what, what they all meant. And, but overall the players seemingly got a heck of a lot out of it. Yeah. You know, I've, I've said this a lot. Everyone feeds off Matt's lead. So he just operates with a positive mindset. You know, he's always looking for solutions. He's always thinking outside the box. And I just think that type of mentality that, that he naturally has really benefits our entire organization during these times. And I, I just think it's energizing to be around, and that's important right now. You know, Ted, I, I often heard, uh, even before this season, Ryan and Matt talk about no excuses. You talked about no complaining. Even before the COVID pandemic and everything else that's going on, they never talk about that other than they, there is no, there are no excuses. They rise above circumstances. How critical is that? For adaptation in this what Matt has called the year of contingency well it's huge and and I think some of the things they do so well together Matt and Ryan I'm talking about is they get everyone pulling in the same direction and they're always talking about solutions not the problems and when you have that kind of mindset everyone feeds off of it and they have they have the ability to have a message delivered and they're consistent on a daily basis of delivering that. It's transparent, it's authentic, and um, I can't be any more proud of how they've handled it because this, as I said earlier, this is a very different type of year and we have to be ready on a daily basis for uh, you know, unknown challenges to pop up. Hey, Matt, uh, your theme messaging is always something I'm intrigued by and what you come up with, and I know it's been a big conversation from you about mental and physical toughness. This is the kind of team you want based on what transpired last year. Is the message any different than when you got the players together than it will be on Wednesday when it's the first big practice for a preparation for week one? Right. No, it, it's not, Jeff. It is uh, – it's for us, it's – it's about the details, but really more importantly, I think you, a lot of our players, coaches, and support staff, everybody in this building, they keep hearing attacking and aggressive. And there's a lot of different ways that you can look at those two words, but that's something that we all felt um, that we can be a lot better in, uh, in, in a lot of different areas. And so that mindset of having that attacking and aggressive mentality is important. But then also, too, we, we like you said, we talked about being physically tough and mentally tough. Now, at the time, we didn't realize that we were going to have to be as mentally tough as we all are right now. Cause it, it is, it, it, it challenges you every single day. When you wake up, there's a possibility of something being new that none of us have gone through. And just one thing I want to make clear too, is 
you know, Ted was talking about the relationship with Ryan and myself and, and, you know, everybody knows how, how I feel about that and how close we are. And, and, and we think a lot alike and, and support each other, but also Ryan and I have had a ton, a ton of support from Ted and from George and Mrs. McCaskey in helping us be able to do what, what we'd like to do. And when you have that support and you feel good about that, and I'm talking about the, you know, you have to come up with a plan on how are you going to attack uh, the way you want to go about with COVID and all the rules that they give you. And they've given us the resources to keep our players safe. And when our players got here for the first day in person, they felt safe. They felt comfortable. And we, Ryan and I can come up with ideas, but if you don't have support to do that, um, then you can't do it. And we had support. And I think it, it's from the top down, and that's what's so cool about this. Ryan, that includes, you know, Matt's talking about players, but it is families. It's, it's the assistants. It's Matt himself. Uh, it's you yourself. You know, what kind of contingency plans are in place if, uh, if an outbreak hits and it impacts you or it impacts, impacts Matt? And that, you know, Jeff, we've thought through all the different contingency plans. And I think as we work through the process, really, this started back in March. So this is one of those deals you open one door and there's six more questions, you know, <laughs> as, as we go through this. But um, as you said, we have to have plans for all possibilities. That's for our players. Um, and the league's done a, given us a lot of avenues to help protect our players and for our staff. And I think, you know, Matt just said it from the McCaskey family, George, Ted, we've been given the resources to protect our team in a first-class manner and you feel it throughout our whole setup at house hall the whole new setup but right now like our mindset is we cannot let our guard down we cannot get complacent uh, especially as we're about to head, hit the road for detroit and welcome back to the bears coaches show brought to you by whipley cpas and consultants a proud partner of the chicago bears learn more at whipley.com jeff joniak along with matt Nagy. Ryan Pace and Ted Phillips here on the Bears Coaches Show as we gear up for the 2020 regular season opener in Detroit on Sunday. Home opener a week from Sunday against the Giants in our Labor Day special. Hey, we'd love to be in front of the fans at the Peyton Center, no doubt about it, but that's not the case tonight. But we sincerely look forward to seeing everybody out and about at some point in the near future and season ticket holders virtually joining the program tonight. Fellas, let's start taking some uh, some questions from our season ticket holders that they they sent in. Uh, we're going to start with uh, Coach Nagy. This is from Maylene, Alabama. Section 441 from Mark Teachman wants to know, what changes will the Bears be making to improve their overall performance in 2020? Broad question, of course, because coaches like to say, we got to improve everything. <laughs> yeah, we do, Maylene. I think for us, um, the changes that happens every year, every, every team's a little bit different. So, uh, you know, I, I feel like for us as coaches, we can coach um, the, these guys with the details better. The, the players can really take these details in and then go ahead and execute it. Um, you can look across the board, whether it's offense, defense, special teams. And like, like you said, Jeff, it can be a broad question, but uh, for us, we, we just know offensively we, we want to score a lot more points. We want to protect the football, uh, create an identity on offense. And then defensively, uh, we want to continue with that aggressive mentality that we've had, uh, get, you know, get that football away from the offense um, and, and play fast and play with energy. I think the biggest thing for us, all three phases, special teams too, is get that swag back. I think we lost that a little bit last year. So if, if there's one big thing that we can all get better at, it's getting that energy and that, that, uh, that juice back. Is that you included? 
That's me included. Yeah. Well, I, uh, it, yeah, you're, it, it is, it's me. I, I know I can be better in that area and being able to help out these players. It's happening right now, Jeff, in practice. If I hope you can tell that the, the times you've been out there and you can feel it, there's just a different vibe right now in this building uh, in a good way. And I love that. And I don't want to take that away from anybody. Ryan, I'm going to build off of that with you because uh, the player procurement aspect is in your hands and your staff and getting a guy that you're familiar with back to New Orleans, Jimmy Graham, who I find uh, as just an, uh, an amazing uh, story and journey through this, this life of his. Nothing came easy for Jimmy Graham, and he's turned out to be a guy that, uh, as Matt uses the word juice, he brings juice to practice. He brings leadership to that room on offense. You got uh, developing guys in that regard that you've drafted in that, in that building. Uh, Akeem, uh, Matt coming in. I think Roquan could be that guy, Eddie Jackson. So do you feel you have guys almost in every position group uh, that can bring some of what Matt's talking about? Oh, for sure. And that's, and that's a conscious effort as we built the team, Jeff, to add those type of leaders uh, throughout our building. And you mentioned Jimmy Graham. And, I mean, beyond the physical skill set that he brings, which has been evident in practice, the leadership that he brings, as Matt says, the juice and the energy that he brings, uh, it's infectious to the locker room. Uh, the swagger and confidence that he has – I feel like we have that in every position group now, uh, and that's huge as we start this season because, to be quite honest, that hasn't been the case in some previous years, but we feel good about that in every position room as we go forward. I think people would be interested to know what your choice would be. Who brings the juice on special teams? Is it, it Cordero or is it Sherrick? Or, or, I mean, cause, because Cordero is doing just about everything, <laughs> including <laughs> being a gunner. One of the best plays of the year last year was his play, putting that ball down inside the one. Remember that one? For sure, I'd say you know definitely uh, Cordero and uh, Tariq would be in that in that uh, in that talk, and and then Sherrick just with the consistency uh, that he brings on special teams has been huge for us over the years. Ted, uh, this is from uh, Bourbon A, the old home of the Bears, uh, in terms of training camp. Mark Morgan from Section Two Fifty Six. Uh, since social distancing is an accepted practice, why can't the NFL allow? So many fans based on a team's capacity to attend a game. In the Bears' case, this would amount to roughly. 16,000 fans per game. This is a, is a big topic, no question. Just heard that uh, the Browns and the Bengals from their governor, and that's part of this government impact, uh, is saying 6,000 fans can show up. What, what can you tell season ticket holders and fans in general about uh, what the plan is moving forward? I know in initial stages that's not going to be the case. Yeah, that's, um, you touched on it, Jeff. And, and Mark, um, the, the reality is the league realized they couldn't dictate to each team. So it's up to each individual team to work with their local and state government. Um, everyone's got different uh, rules and regulations. And I, I can tell our season ticket holders this, that we have worked tirelessly to come up with a plan, um, reduced capacity, uh, the plan that we had presented to the city and the state was about 11,000 fans. Uh, the building was broken up into 15 different zones with dedicated ingress and egress and dedicated restrooms and, and uh, food and beverage. And, and with 100 people or less per each seating section, that's how we got to the 11,000. The good news is the government officials, the public health officials, they loved our plan. The problem is that right now, state of Illinois and the city of Chicago, the COVID cases keep increasing. And until that curve breaks and they get to start heading downward, 
um, we're not going to be able to have fans. The feeling is that it's not safe. Um, but I know this, that the plan that we have, people will feel very safe. Uh, we've worked with Populous, which is a global stadium architecture firm. And, and the plan we have has been responsive to the city and the state. So we have it, we have it waiting there and we're just waiting uh, now for uh, the number of cases to start dropping where we can implement it. And um, we can't wait because we want to get our fans back in the building, obviously. Great home field advantage. We've got the best fans there are in the league. Welcome back, everybody. During the 2020 season, the Chicago Bears are giving away $101,000 to a deserving nonprofit organization in the Chicagoland area. So visit chicagobears.com slash community. All pros for more information and how you can help out. Back on the Bears Coaches Show, sponsored by and brought to you by Whipley CPAs and Consultants. Jeff Joniak, along with Matt Nagy, Ryan Pace, and Ted Phillips as we continue our conversation building up to the 2020 opener on Sunday at Ford Field. Uh, Gentlemen, I don't, I don't think uh, anyone could have foreseen uh, the reaction um, that has happened over the course of the last several months in our country and within uh, each of our lives and in your lives and your building. Uh, Matt Nagy, the social injustice movement concerns that you emphasize that listening was always going to be the big key. Uh, but no one was ever really no one could be prepared for what what happened. How revealing has this been for you and for the organization? Yeah, Jeff, it's, um, it, it really makes you take a step back. Um, when you do listen, you, you, we all think that we, we have all the answers. We all think we, we have our own stories, but when you sit back and you listen to other people's stories, um, it's very, very impactful. And until you do that, it's hard to understand. And I think, with that listening, and you heard us talk about it, and you feel it here with us, is that word love. I mean that when I say that. I don't just say that and just throw that, that, that word around. You feel the love for each other in this building. It's real. It's authentic. We have some tough talks now. There's some, there's some talks that um, there, there's a little bit of uncomfortable, you know. There's a lot of honesty. But when you do this, because there's so many different opinions when you go about this, right. And where things are at and you're talking about, you know, whether it's a social injustice or whether it's dealing with COVID and how you handle that. And everybody has like, when you, when you're talking about COVID, right. Some people from a level one to 10 are a 10 or 11 and others are a one, but we're all like, you're allowed to feel whichever way you want to feel. And, and, and now you go into some of these other topics and when you do it together, it's a lot easier and it does take a little more time. But in the end, we've all become so much tighter. And um, that part is what I'm proud of, of everybody being able to do that. So we, we've it's a day-by-day -day process, but we've done a good job with it. Ryan, from your position as general manager, what have you done uh, to help ease the concerns players have and, and, and be able to engage in open discussions and, and just what the, the franchise is planning to do? Ted can jump in on this too, because Ryan, the one thing, when we hear the Zoom interviews with the with the players and certainly the fans must know now we, we do not have face-to-face -face interviews anymore it's 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 a mass interview with players and the bears have been great getting a number of players to get on these zooms they all say they feel grateful that they can speak about it jeff I, you know i think it starts at the top and really we've had unwavering full support from the top down so from the mccaskey family and george and ted and 
know, I think in every meeting we've had, it's just stressing to our players and to our staff that they have our full support and it's, you know, recognizing what's going on in our country and having those real honest conversations. And, you know, it doesn't always have to be in a team meeting setting either. I think some of the best uh, talks that I've had have been one-on-one talks with our players and our staff and that have been really good. And I just think listening, uh, seeing it through different perspectives, uh, having empathy uh, is critical right now. And, and Ted, uh, how about from your perspective and how uh, the McCaskies uh, feel about how everything's been handled? Yeah, Jeff. So I agree with everything that Matt and Ryan have said, uh, but, but let me add that I think what the players and the staff will appreciate is that we have committed to take action steps. They're being formulated, but it's not going to just be words. I think that the tone has been set by listening and talking and having those uncomfortable conversations, but we will um, work with the team and come up with some tangible steps to make a difference. Um, you know, and I, I was, I just would like to share that, um, you know, Julia Jackson, who's the mother of Jacob Blake, who was shot, um, had, a, had some really powerful words that she, she talked about. And, and what she said, and I'll just encapsulate it all briefly, is she said, we need love, we need prayers, and that we all, everyone, needs to examine our hearts and be united towards healing our country. I mean, that's, that is powerful. And I think that's what is behind our desire to want to make a difference. And that comes from ownership. George and, and Virginia are very, very committed to making sure that we take the necessary steps so that everybody feels that it's not just talk. All right, welcome back, everybody, as we break down the Bears for 2020 with uh, Ryan Pace, general manager, Ted Phillips, the president and CEO and the head coach of the Bears, Matt Nagy, as we talk to season ticket holders as well. Normally, this show on Labor Day, always at Hallis Hall. Uh, we'll go back to some questions, fellas, from uh, our season ticket holders. Uh, Tim Beccaro from Chicago, Section 133, uh, wants to ask Ryan, when will Allen Robinson get his new contract? <laughs> yeah, that's something, you know, Tim, we, we usually keep those uh, conversations uh, behind the scenes, but hey, look, you can have confidence. We know how important A-Rob is to this team, the type of player he is, the type of person he is. Um, so we recognize that, but we keep those things internal. Hey, Ryan, here's, here's a blunt question as well from uh, Michael Strauss, section 308. Uh, you're a half glass full guy so it's tough to answer this question when you say what, what do you believe is the weakest part of your team and same for your strongest oh, the the strongest part of our team um that, that's a good question you know i think the things that come to my mind right away are our pass rushers you know our pass rushers is a major strength i think that's important in this league uh, we talked about this today with the media to hit the quarterback uh, turnovers are generated from that uh the week, I'm a glass half full guy. The weakest part of our team, that, that's hard for me right now. Let's get a couple games into it. Uh, we're, we're constantly trying to improve our roster. That, uh, that's something we're always looking at. Um, but that, that's a hard one for me to answer right now. Hey, Matt, the depth chart came out today uh, for the, uh, the first release. It's called Unofficial for good reason, but getting ready for Detroit. Uh, so the battles that we all had circled and you had circled as well. Let, let's talk about some of them. Uh, right cornerback, rookie out of Utah, Jalen Johnson, listed as the number one corner opposite um, – Kyle Fuller, and then Deshaun Gibson at safety. Uh, thoughts on those uh, 
potential starting jobs for week one? Yeah, both of those guys had really good camps, as did the other guys, you know, as well. Uh, for Jalen to come in here as a rookie, the one thing I noticed about Jalen is he has a lot of confidence. You know, it, you can see it. He's got great instincts. Um, he came in here. I mess with him every single day. I try to get in his head and try to tell him we're going to go after him and do, you know, go deep on him and do different things. And he had a great camp. He really did. I think he, he stepped up to the plate and, um, and, and accepted every challenge. Uh, to Sean Gibson, the same thing again with, with him and, and Dion Bush having a great battle. Uh, both those guys, uh, you know, it's, it's below the radar with the quarterback competition in regards to how that goes. But those two guys, really, really good guys that, that battled it out, equal reps, um, a lot of respect for Dion as well. And so Tayshawn comes in here with a lot of experience. He's a ball hawk, really, uh, really sees the field well. Um, I think he's going to compliment Eddie Jackson really well on that back end. And so you have some guys that have some experience. And so when you have that with that, that defense that we have, they fly around, they play fast. And Jerry Lathro from section 237 uh, wants to know what is the expected return for David Montgomery? Yeah, that that's, again, that's going to fall into kind of what, what Ryan was saying with some of the questions you guys are asking some pretty good questions here. I like it. You're trying to help out the, the media, but uh, uh, that that'll, we'll have more on that. Help, I'll, I'll, huh? You don't want to help out Detroit. No, no, no. That's right. That's right. Um, you know, uh, we, we're going to we're going to keep that until Wednesday. It was funny because I did hear uh, uh, Coach Patricia today say, you know, they asked him about guys, too. He goes, well, as soon as you as soon as you find out from Matt who he's playing, I'll tell you who we're <laughs> That's not going to happen. That's right. It's a good question, though. Yeah, it is. Uh, Ted, here's a question uh, for you. Uh, Bears fans, obviously very loud on third and fourth down with the, the Bear Raid siren during critical situations. How much of an impact will not having fans on the team in critical situations where fan noise and the Bear Raid siren are normally at peak? And uh, are you concerned at all about and are the league going to really monitor the, 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 the volume of noise from whether it's uh, fake noise, pumped in noise, or uh, whatever they choose to do, like we've seen in, in other other stadiums in years past, Ted. Is there is there anything on that? Yeah, well, we're, yeah, we're definitely going to miss our home field advantage in our in our uh, uh, packed stadium. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see that. I, I know that from a broadcast standpoint, the league is is going to have audio monitored. That's going to be somehow reactive to different situations, and they're also going to add. Uh, what you call curated audio, literally based on past actual crowd noise from Soldier Field. Um, and they're going to have that also, um, which I think will help mask some of the field level audio. So it's going to be interesting how it is monitored. I know there will be league officials there to keep the decibel level you know, at, a, at an appropriate um, uh, standard. And uh, it's going to be something totally different for us. And we'll, we'll have to just wait and see. I know our, we, we have a new PA announcer and he's going to be calling the down and distance. Uh, it's our first PA announcer in over 40 years. And he's got to do it with no fans in the building, yeah. at least for now. It's going to be different. Definitely so. That's, that's the word of the day and for the year, I guess, here in 2020. Bears Coaches Show brought to you by Whipley CPAs and Consultants counting down to the opener Sunday in Detroit's Ford Field. Jeff Joniak back with you. Our final segment, about five minutes to go, six minutes to go or so tonight. Uh, tackled a bunch of topics, but let's talk some football, Matt. 
Uh, let's go back. If you're just joining the program, we, we did talk about the, the, the quarterback decision uh, with Mitch Trubisky right now and Nick Foles in, in a backup role to start the season. Is there anything anecdotal that you could share with us about co- the conversation with both gentlemen that we would be interested in? Well, I think, Jeff, the biggest thing is, number one, for these guys, when they are competing, they're trying to understand, okay, when is coach going to go ahead and, and let us know what, what's going on, right? Is this something that he's going to wait over the weekend? Is it right away? And, and so um, once that decision was made, then it was imperative to, to bring each of them in on their own and for me to have a one-on-one conversation with them and break the news to them. And that, that's what we did. So Mitchell came in first and, um, you know, again, they don't know what to expect. So we just sat down and had a, had a real good conversation. And I broke the news to him that he's going to be the starter. And I, I really, it was, it was really neat to see um, his reaction was just, first of all, he has a mask on, so it's hard to tell some, some of it because you can't see through the mask, but he was very, very excited when we told him the news. And I think for him, um, he just has, he has this focus right now in this drive where you know, he, he, he understands, okay, I just got the news that I'm starting, but that's not going to affect or change anything in my demeanor of where I'm going right now. And I, that's what I felt when I was with him. And so um, it was really good. We just got right into some of the things that we're looking at doing. And now for him to understand that uh, it, it, I liked it. I thought it went really well. Um, right after that, then I was able to get Nick in and Nick came in and again, just broke the news to him that w- which direction that we're going to go. And to no surprise, me knowing Nick as a person, um, he handled it like a true professional. Um, he, he knows that uh, it, you can only choose one and that for us, that's the decision that we went with. And again, for people to understand that this is a guy that told me, hey, listen, I'm going to do everything I can to help Mitch out with a schedule, a weekly schedule that has worked for me in the past, whether it's watching film, lifting weights, et cetera, stuff, practice habits. And, and he did that. And then in the end, as a lot of people, as I said before, in the end, he said, can I give him a call and congratulate him? And that's what he did. And I think that's what we have is two special guys rooting for each other to make the Chicago Bears better. And, and Ryan, from your perspective on it, uh, given what you've added, this helps significantly just watching Jimmy Graham, watching Cole Komet blossom before our eyes already, the entire five-man tight end class that you have here for 2020 total total revamp from last year uh a more excited driven and a guy who says he's going to just have fun david montgomery the offensive line touched up the addition of jermaine effetti uh, leading more towards that physical toughness that that matt referred to and then of course speed at receiver with developing players and anthony miller and hopefully riley ridley and and darnell mooney uh, this should help the quarterback play as much as the quarterbacks help those guys develop. Yeah, no, for sure, Jeff. And, and before before I answer that, I, I just want to acknowledge all the season ticket holders that are watching tonight. I I really wish we could be together. I know this is tough, but uh, we hope to see you guys soon in the near future. But uh, with, well, yeah, with what you're talking about, you know, every year there's change, and you know, we made a lot of additions. I think you know, we go into the off season, you know, Matt and I identify our needs and. And we, a variety of ways, try to address those needs. And this year it was trades, free agency, the draft. Um, there are a lot of names, even more names that you didn't mention that I think are going to make an impact. And I think, you know, one of the benefits that we have right now is just the continuity of the coaches and the, and the scouting staff is the longer we're together, the more closely we're connected on acquiring players that fit our profile. So it's a physical skill set, it's scheme fit, it's football makeup and character fit. 
And I feel like the vets and the rookies, Jeff, that we added, they're all natural fits to our roster, to our locker room. They're going to make a quick impact. Well, the weird thing is, not weird, but the cool thing is for me to listen to these guys. First of all, Roquan, I'm out to prove some people wrong. Uh, Khalil Mack has, has got an edge to him. Uh, Jalen Johnson says, you know, he's got a chip on his shoulder. Travis Gibson's got a chip. on. Everybody's got a chip on their shoulder. And they weren't all here last year. So you got a bunch of, it sounds like. And again, anybody could pick, pick through that and say, well, it's just words. But if you're around people, you know what's fact and what's fiction and what's genuine. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's that's the the profile that we target too, guys with that kind of mindset, uh, chip on your shoulder, driven, obsessed, whatever you want to call it. We got a we got a locker room full of those kind of guys uh, that are all pulling in the same direction, and that's when it gets exciting. All right, Ted, I'm going to give you the final question before I give Matt a chance to preview the Lions to send us off uh, in our final couple of minutes here with our season ticket holders. And again, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, I, I have confidence we'll be back next year at this time at. Uh, at the Peyton Center, breaking things down for 2021. And, and, and who knows how much fun we'll have here in 2020 with the schedule. But a final message to the fans here before opening kickoff. Ted. I would say to all our season ticket holders, we miss you. Keep following us. Our social digital uh, staff are working hard to give you some great content while there's no fans or limited fans later in the stadium. So keep following us and uh, rooting the team on. And we can't wait to get you back in person to give us that home field advantage. Six days. Go Bears. All right, Ted, thank you so much. And, Ryan, how about a sneak peek here at uh, our friends up in Detroit? Yeah, you know, we know this opponent well. There's, there's a, a change, obviously, with their defensive coordinator. But, you know, same head coach is kind of driving that defense. Uh, a lot of skill at the receiver position. Uh, a quarterback that's healthy right now. and He's, he's a dynamic player. So, uh, yeah, we're going to have our hands full, but I feel good about our team and our mindset going into this. And you have told the team, I saw it on 1920 football drive, a great thing put together by the Bears staff uh, that you believe they have championship caliber players in that room. So, and Ryan, or Matt, I keep messing you guys up here. Matt, uh, final thoughts on the Lions coming up. Yeah, just real quick, too. I want to echo to all the season ticket holders, man. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. And we know you're all behind us and, and uh, we're going to do everything we can to get as many wins as we can and, and, and everything. So uh, real quick, great team, great quarterback is where it starts with them. And so we got to make sure that we handle him. Defense does their thing. And, and uh, uh, I just feel like for us, it's, it's we got to worry about us. If we do that. We'll be good. We're out of time. Good night, everybody. This is News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM WBBM.